Hey there, travelers. It's your host, Joshua, and I'm so excited because I have a Black Friday sale for you. You know we've spent countless hours sharing the hidden nooks and crannies of the globe with you. From the bustling streets of Sicily to the serene vistas of Patagonia. Well, now it's your turn to experience these wonders up close and personal. This Black Friday, we're not just bringing you travel stories. We're bringing you the chance to create your own. Picture yourself sipping a cappuccino in a quaint Roman cafe, or toasting under the Eiffel Tower lights, and all with a deal that'll have you packing your bags in no time. The opportunity to save big on a new adventure is here. From November 20th through the 28th, we're offering up to 20% off tours worldwide. But here's the thing. These deals are as fleeting as a shooting star on a clear desert night on our Colors of Morocco tour, which is also on sale. Trust me, this is a sign you've been waiting for to book that trip you've been dreaming about. Black Friday doesn't have to be just about stuff. It can be about incredible experiences you and your family can carry with you forever. Keep exploring, keep dreaming, and let's make those travel tales together. Can't wait to see where you'll go with Colette's Black Friday sale. Safe travels, my friends. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Unpacked, a podcast brought to you by Colette, where once again, we talk all the interesting, fun, and curious aspects of the travel industry. And today, I am so excited because we're going to talk about one of my favorite holidays, and that would be Black Friday. Black Friday. Break out through wallets. Is that really a holiday? It's a holiday for me. It's like a pregame to holidays. It's a kickoff to the holidays. Exactly. Well, I mean... I feel like Thanksgiving's really that kickoff that we just have, but Black Friday is just a fun time to go out and shop and get all my Christmas things for my family. Is that what you do? Are you like a hardcore Black Friday shopper? Oh, I am hardcore. Ever since I was young, we would always go out. I get up at four in the morning. I go out. I go out actually with Nicole's husband and we hit everything from Target to Best Buy to Michael's. It's just my favorite thing to do. Okay, so I have so many follow-up questions. I need to know. What time do you leave your Thanksgiving celebrations to go get some sleep? What time do you wake up? What is your planning like? Do you have an itinerary? So on Thanksgiving morning, you have to go get the Black Friday ad in the newspaper. So I will pre-plan beforehand because there's lots of places online where you can go and you can find your Black Friday deals. But you have to get the newspaper because I have to have the ads in my hand. I then will take Thanksgiving. I'll enjoy the turkey. I'll enjoy the mashed potatoes. And then once that's done, I will pull out the ads and I will circle what I want or what I'm looking for. And then I enjoy dessert. I'll go to bed for a couple of hours. I'll get up, hit the road, go to my first location. I have to have all of the ads with me in the car. And what I'll do is I'll have them in one pile. I'll take the ad out. I'll go into the store. I'll come back after all my purchases are done and I throw the ad on the ground so I know that it's finished. And then I'll go to the next store. I'll pick up that little packet of sale information. I'll go into the store. I'll pick it up, throw it on the ground when that's done. And I do that for the entire day. I'm probably gone from like four in the morning until maybe like nine at night. Oh I'll have lunch and dinner out. No, that sounds terrible. Uh, how much are you buying for Josh? And how much are you buying for Josh's loved ones? Well, technically... I am a loved one for myself. So. <laughs> Important to love yourself. It depends. I mean, I honestly, I do Christmas shopping all throughout the year. So I already have bins full of Christmas gifts ready to go. 
So Black Friday is really just like that added benefit of things that might be on sale. But I do buy myself, if we're looking for things for the house, like TV or appliances, that's when I'll I'll get on Black Friday. But to me, it's really just the thrill of being out there. I know for some people, they absolutely hate it, but I just love it. Even if I don't buy something, I just love being out with everybody. Although it has changed in the last couple of years. It used to be, you'd see it on television, like the mad dash in the store, the lines out the door. Um, people, you know, trying so hard to get whatever's the hot item, Tickle Me Elmo, back in the day. Whatever was hot that year, everyone's rushing to get it and they're running out. And I feel like because of online shopping, because of Cyber Monday, even because of the pandemic more recently, it's changed. The stores are a little quieter. I'm not there like you are, Josh. Would you agree with that? I will see. Your husband and I went shopping one time when we got there so early and there was nobody in the store. There's usually a line at the electronics for like the iPad that might be on sale for like $25 off. Big deal. But other than that, I mean, we just kind of go through and just fill up our carts with things. We like to look for movies. and That's when I usually buy stuff. We also adopt a family at Colette, we do in the marketing department. So I'll do a lot of my shopping for the family that day and I'll pick up all kinds of items for them because you can spread your money a little bit longer on Black Friday. Which is so important too, too, because you get children on these lists who this is going to be their entire holiday, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever they celebrate. This is their entire holiday. These are all their gifts. So when you can get more bang for your buck, it's good. You know, it spreads the joy. Yeah, I love it when they put that Christmas tree out. So what they do here at Colette is they put the Christmas tree out and they put the name tags on the Christmas tree like ornaments and you pick one and it has a kid and what gift they would prefer most and you get to pick what you want to go buy. Legos, basketballs, clothes, books. Exactly. So one for them, one for my family, one for me. In the card it goes. (laughs) See, I am the complete opposite from Josh. You cannot pull me out of the house for any kind of Black Friday shopping. I will do all of my shopping from the couch. Please. You are a retailer's worst nightmare. Yeah. I am I, easily marketed too, though. I am a, a sucker for a good marketing campaign. So. so I actually, because I know how competitive the two of you are, I have a little bit of Black Friday trivia if you're game to play. Of course, I can beat Josh any day. Bring it on. Okay. These are going to be fairly simple, but let's see how your Black Friday knowledge holds up. What century did the term first appear, Black Friday? Was it the 1700s, the 1800s, or the 1900s? 1800s. Josh in first. Yes, it was initially used to describe the stock markets crashing. So it was a negative term that started the whole Black Friday thing. It was first used in 1869 when James Fisk and Jay Gould were trying to corner the gold market. I'm curious if it was after because of a crash. Why are we celebrating Black Friday now? Like, what was the turnaround? What made it so exciting all of a sudden? I don't know. Good marketers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Quick question. It's kind of a chicken and egg situation. What determines what? Does Thanksgiving determine what day Black Friday will be, or does Black Friday determine what day Thanksgiving will be? Thanksgiving to Black Friday. Yeah, it's totally Thanksgiving to Black Friday. Wrong. You're both wrong. What? I know. So initially, Thanksgiving historically was on the last Thursday of November. The last Thursday. In 1939, the last Thursday of November was the last day of November. And retailers worried that it was too late to kick off the holiday season. So before Black Friday was a shopping day, there were these Santa Claus parades And they would, um, the day after Thanksgiving, the Santa Claus parades would sort of signal the beginning of the holiday season. So they moved it 
1939 to the second to last Thursday, the third Thursday of every of every November. And it was because they wanted retailers to have enough time for shoppers to uh, get their stuff. It's hard to believe that we changed the whole holiday so we can get a better shopping day. Yeah, no, but these are the facts. Okay, Nicole, I know you wouldn't lie to me. Fine. No. I believe you. Black Friday used to be called something else. I'm going to give you three choices. You tell me which one's the right one. Big Friday, Friday Savings, or Friday Madness? I like Friday Madness. Friday Savings. Wow. Big Friday, guys. It was called Big Friday. Why was it called Big Friday? Because it was just a big day of shopping? I guess. (laughs) I only have the trivia, Josh. I don't have all the answers. Well, what's the point of trivia without answers? I'm not... (laughs) I'm not the host of Jeopardy. I don't have the background. I just have the question. We have follow-up questions. (laughs) Your follow-up questions. Okay, last question. I hope you have some trivia answers for this last question. I actually do. I guess maybe I'll give you choices again. Which profession is the busiest during Black Friday? Retailers, plumbers, or chefs? Plumbers. Plumbers, that's gross. Why? Kelsey, what's your guess? Mine was retailers because of Black Friday. People are out there shopping. All the Joshes in the world. This one goes to Josh. It is plumbers. Plumbers have the busiest day of the year on Black Friday because of all the overwhelm from the massive crowds. So what you're saying is that I won because I got the first one and I got this one. And I don't think Kelsey got any of them. I got zero of them. This is what happens when you sit at home on Black Friday. You just don't know the answers to Black Friday. <laughs> That's so true. Maybe this if year anybody was going to win the Black me. Friday trivia, I am glad it's like this Black Friday enthusiast, Josh. So this year you can come out with me and then you can win trivia next year. We'll see. Travel is an interesting industry to be in during Black Friday because we're talking about how retailers treat the holiday. Everything's on sale. You can go shop for all of your loved ones. You could buy blenders and toys and, and different things. Obviously, with something like a trip, that's not a typical product that you would purchase for everyone on your list, obviously. But what we see at Colette is people who are already planning their trips for next year. They're going somewhere, not because of Black Friday, just because they love travel. They know where they're going. They may wait till Black Friday to actually book their trip. And that's what we see. Like all retailers, you see that influx of activity and interest during the sale when everything's, you know, discounted, you know, where people are doing their research ahead of time. They may look at our holiday gift guide and and find inspiration to purchase it. So it is interesting because unless you're wildly, wildly wealthy, you cannot buy a trip for everyone on your list. But you know what? It it, it can be couples who are buying gifts for each other because instead of having materialistic things we can experience memories together and i think sometimes that's a better gift than the the newest tablet that's out there and i think that's why we started the holiday gift guide a couple years ago is that people love inspiration they love to look through holiday gift guides and that's kind of why we did that was not to purchase the tour but to get inspired by a destination to see a tour and what you can experience on that. And then last year, we kind of broke it up into different categories. So now if you're a train lover, if you're a foodie, if you're a history buff, you can really go to that section and see, hey, this is a tour that's really for me that maybe I want to take and learn more about it. Absolutely. And to both your points, people do value experiences over products, things you can put on your shelf. They want to go and do something with their family or their loved ones that will stay with them forever. And The hard part is sometimes choosing of all of the tours you could choose from, what would be a good use of my time? What would be a tour that would appeal to my interests? And because you do, like time is something that we have such a finite 
amount of. If you're working, it's you have a limited amount of vacation time. And depending on your loved ones and how often your schedules can align, how can you take these trips? So finding that time where you can go, you want to make sure it's the right trip. You want to make sure that you're doing something really meaningful. But we do see that people value that those experiences so much more than just receiving something they could unwrap. I love that. So let's talk about what we're offering for some of our Black Friday sale tours. I was going through the list and I see that Patagonia is on there. So if you have listened to the Patagonia podcast that we had a couple months ago, that is definitely and would be at the top of my list because I need to see a glacier. That's on your bucket list, right? It's on my bucket list now. After Do you that need podcast. to see a glacier before Josh sees a glacier or do you just need to see a glacier? <laughs> Definitely before. Josh, have you seen a glacier? I've, I've been to Iceland, so we've seen some glaciers there, but not to Patagonia. A, a, a Patagonian glacier before Josh, 100%. <laughs> also, by the way, I went to Maine a couple weekends ago. I did the moose safari and I saw zero moose. Five-hour mm-hmm. tour, zero moose. So, oh, Josh, you're still in the running. That oh, is man. so sad, a five-hour tour. How do you not see a moose in Maine? On a moose safari. For a five-hour tour. It's no, mean, how do you not see a moose on a moose safari? I, I don't know. It's like going on a whale watching tour and not seeing whales, I guess. So when you go to Patagonia, I know we did a whole deep dive into Patagonia with Sam, our product designer. What's the top thing, aside from the glaciers, the top thing that you want to do when you go to Patagonia? Well, what I really loved about the podcast and what Sam was telling us was that you start in Buenos Aires, which is a really populated city full of nightlife and great food and lots of people and loud experiences and then just a couple days later you're in the middle of nowhere where you're just experiencing the wildlife and the ocean on the oceanic cruise or the expedition boat that we're on so i think having those two experiences back to back just seems really alluring i love that i just got back from france and i did part of our essence of france tour and i will say one thing that everybody's gonna love on that tour is the truffle hunt we did truffle hunting and we ate right from the ground, wonderful truffles. It was absolutely amazing. And they can sell for $1,000 a pound. So I felt like I was just eating thousands of dollars of truffles on Did you do that with a dog? We had the dog and we had the pig. I have always wanted to do that. Was that just everything? That sounds like such a fun experience. It was really fun. So you go to their farm. First, we went and we saw the goats and they talked about goat cheese making and we tried some amazing goat cheese. And then we go down to another little area where they have the the pig and the pig's name was Ricky. So it was Ricky the pig and his owner. And they go around and they show how the pig can sniff it out and kind of dig for it. And then they give the pig a treat as a reward. They but not the truffle. Not the truffle. <laughs> <laughs> and then they show the same thing with the dog, how the dog will look around and they give treats as rewards. And then they dig them out of the ground. And you're so a dog a, lover, so you probably love that. It was fun. But oh, but that pig was so cute. Ricky, it was a big, big big, big pig named Ricky. Oh, fun. So did your way across France, like what other culinary experiences did you have? Oh, it was France and Spain. And I will say Spain. Here, here you go. A bucket list item. It's on my bucket list now, Kelsey. It needs to be on yours. It's the Fias Festival that happens in March where they burn these huge million dollar statues that they create throughout the year. It's looks absolutely amazing. But we were there learning about the Fias dancers, learning about the festival. So definitely put that on your bucket list. So for those that are looking for something unique and different too, going to Spain and learning about the Fias in Valencia is definitely a fun opportunity. And I know we'll definitely have some Spain on our Black Friday sale as well. 
You know, it's so mm-hmm. interesting about Black Friday at Colette. You can't really always predict what's going to be hot. You can't really predict what the behavior is going to be because most of the time during the year, you can predict when someone's going to book an Australia trip or an Africa trip. There's patterns and based on when they're going to travel, you know, and how far out they may book. So you can predict a little bit throughout the year what's going to sell and when it's going to sell. Black Friday is different because people will wait until Black Friday to purchase. They'll wait for the sale and then they'll, they'll buy their trip. So it really is interesting, like what is going to top the list? My big prediction for this year is Japan. I'm curious to see if I'm right, because Japan has been really trending this year. There's been a huge focus on it. They were one of the last countries to open their borders after the pandemic. And the interest, the pent up demand to go there has been great. We have a new small group tour that I just think people are interested in. We hear about it on the road all of the time that people want to try this tour where They'd see the Ama Pearl Divers, these women who from ages 12 to 80 and for thousands of years have been diving for pearls. We share a meal with them. That's um, a pretty exclusive experience. Japanese tea ceremony. We sleep overnight in a monastery um, in Mount Koya. So I just think this is a very immersive tour. Yeah, I can see that definitely being in the top 10 this year. That's what we're going to hope for. Josh, then- do you want to make a prediction of what you think will be the most purchased tour? The most purchased are in the top. Let's say top five. Well, Nicole, where do you think Japan's going to land top five? Oh, it'd be amazing if it were in the top five. It is an absolutely incredible tour. But yeah, I think I agree with Josh. Top 10. We have 170 tours, so the top 10 is amazing. Okay, Josh, top 10. Top 10. Okay, I think we're going to see Wilderness of South Africa in the top 10. Mm. That is popular. South Africa is so popular, and that's a land and cruise product. So it's game drives by land and by water. It's a very special tour. This is a very unique experience to be able to safari by land and by water. And I think it's just one of those bucket list items, one of those dream destinations, and what a great time to purchase it during the holidays. So I I can see that maybe being in our top 10. I would love to see it there. What do you think of Morocco? Because that is, that's popular. I feel like for a savvy traveler who's experienced a lot of the world, Morocco becomes that place that you want to add the stamp in your passport. You want to add this experience, uh, experiencing the desert, experiencing this very cultural, beautiful place. Do you think that'll make it to the top 10? Our Colors of Morocco tour? I think it has the possibility to make it there. It's definitely a great destination, one that we're excited about. And we're actually going to be putting a huge focus on Morocco this December, where we're going to tell the story of Morocco and the misconceptions that people have. And it's definitely one of those locations that you go and experience and you're blown away. And technically, it is in Africa, so you can knock off Africa off your content list. So that's always exciting, too, for those that are those continent chasers. I love that on that tour, we have that Sahara desert experience, like the glamping. You get to go stay in the desert for two nights in a luxury tented camp. That just seems like such an otherworldly experience to me. And it's so unique. And you're going there, aren't you, Kelsey? Don't you have an upcoming trip to Morocco? I am going there in the next month and I think less than 30 days. So I'll come back and let you know how it is. Take lots of pictures. Oh, I will. And a similar. So I haven't been to Africa on safari. I went to Egypt. So from a continent standpoint, I have Africa checked off. But when you think of Africa, you do think of the safari experience exploring Kenya, South Africa. I have not done any of that yet. So I 100% need to go back. But Morocco, I feel like it's similar to Egypt. It's a beautiful African country and a wonderful experience. And it does check that box on the continent list. But I feel like there's this other piece that you, of course, want to also check off when you explore Africa. Yeah, the big five are definitely on my list. 
Oddly enough, continents aren't on my list. How many continents have you been to? I think I've done five. I think I've done three. Yeah, I'm definitely missing Asia and Antarctica. Same, but also Africa. So now you'll knock off Africa. Not South Africa, but you'll knock off Africa when you go to Morocco. Yay me. So is anybody looking forward to getting anything Black Friday weekend? Four little kids. So I am looking forward to getting a lot of our holiday shopping done. And when I say we, I mean my husband, who will probably shop with Josh. I look forward to having a lot of it managed and handled. And my parents, everyone on our gift list, I hope that we can get a lot of it done that weekend or that day. Actually, it's not a day anymore. It's like a whole week. And from your couch, Kelsey, what are you going to be looking for this year? (laughs) I haven't even started to think about it, Josh. Any travel experiences, any moose huntings that you're going to, or moose? It probably will be a travel experience because I, my husband and I haven't done a big trip. Like we've done some road trips since COVID, but we have, just like everybody else in the world, have that cabin fever of wanting to go out and explore because COVID had just kept us inside for so long. So we do keep talking about Montana. I know I mentioned that a couple episodes ago, Montana, or maybe even back to Italy. But I also want to do Switzerland. You just want to do it all. I just want to do it all. I can't narrow it down, but it will probably be Montana. Perfect. And then for those that are listening, we would love to hear what you're looking for on Black Friday. And definitely keep an eye out because this is going to be a great sale, an opportunity for you to get a destination you want to go to in 2024 or deep in 2025. It is fun. What I like about it from the perspective of working at Colette, but also of being a shopper, going to stores and and just enjoying it is it is an experience that can be a community experience. It can be fun. You have the people that you go with. You might go on your own and that's enjoyable too, but you might also have that person that you do your shopping with and there's an enthusiasm there. So I think it's a lot of fun for people who are travelers. They know where they want to go next year, so they wait with excitement to book that trip. I just think there's an enthusiasm around the things you enjoy. And that's aside from the perception of materialism and just shopping, I think it gets to the heart of something bigger than that, which is just the things that you enjoy, the habits you love, the things you enjoy. And you know what, Nicole, you actually said this in the last podcast, and I I haven't stopped thinking about this one sentence you said. You said, the more you travel, the smaller the world becomes. And I love that so much. So, you know, grab your loved ones, take them on a trip, and just learn more about the world and broaden your horizons. That's so true. It is something like you can't unwrap it physically, but I think travel, it's something that just is such a gift. It gives you so much. So make sure that you pull out our holiday gift guide that is out now. Look at all the destinations, have those big dreams of going to South America, Africa, the South Pacific. And it's definitely a great time to book some savings and then maybe use a little of that savings for some souvenirs that you can get while you're on the road. And I know at the end of every episode, we usually say what you should pack, but maybe after what Josh had just said, we should pack a little bit less so all that extra money can be sent, spent on bringing something nice home for yourself. Nothing better than a good souvenir. Mm. Happy shopping. Happy shopping. Have fun. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this podcast on Black Friday and the Holiday Gift Guide. We hope that you find a tour that's perfect for you. Make sure you follow us along where you listen to your podcast, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And join us next month when we talk to Charlotte Simpson about her tours around Italy's treasures and the peaks of the Dolomites.